this podcast will discuss various things from mostly NASCAR to we'll get into some things like uh, MLB playoffs, football, so on. Yeah, let's let's dive into this and see where we can go. Thanks for joining me. So the first thing I want to discuss about is last week, Talladega. <clears throat> I wasn't able to watch it, but I listened to it, and there were some things that it seemed out that a lot of people have already been talking about. It seems as though a lot of people didn't want to race hard. They were afraid of wrecking because of the way this new car is. Can't blame them, honestly. So it's we'll see what goes on, especially in some of these other races, and hopefully NASCAR can get this thing fixed out next year <clears throat> so people will not be worried about this. Uh, one thing that kind of got me was the caution at the end of the race, of the cup race on Sunday, with the 16 car just sitting there. Um, a lot of people had their head scratching on that. I mean, that brings me back to what happened at the truck race on Saturday afternoon when Hosevar just stopped and they called the caution for that and then they penalized him. It's like, why not penalize the 16-2 or, you know, what the case was. I know some people say that he didn't have power, but was he just it, – it's just uh, curious to say the least because he wasn't affecting the racetrack at all, unlike the 42 truck Saturday. So <clears throat> hopefully things change out and we'll pan out and see what happens going forward uh, this week this starting today actually we have activities happening at the Roval and that is the last race of the round of 12 then we move into the round of eight uh, looking at the playoff results now it looks like we have in the in the below the cutoff you got Briscoe Cindric Bell and Bowman unfortunately with what's going on with Bowman doesn't look like he's going to be able to make it uh, it's going to be interesting to see if we can get a winner out of Bell, Cindric, or Briscoe, or if something big happens to some of the other guys up there. You have sitting seventh, eighth, Byron and Suarez. Byron's a big one after what happened with uh, the appeal process Thursday, yesterday, where they did not take any points away. They just fined him, which I, I think is suitable seeing, in my opinion, they didn't really do anything to Denny Hamlin over the past few weeks with Chastain and their little feud they had. I mean, everybody will say Chastain made enemies, and yeah, okay, I'll I'll go with you on that. But some of the stuff that Denny did on the track was kind of silly, and it's to my in my opinion, he probably should have gotten punished for some of it. He was sitting there fighting back and forth with a guy when he didn't need to. So we'll see what happens going forward. See if that feud sparks up because. Ross has not made many friends with anybody else, and I kind of like it. <clears throat> it brings back some old racing style things, but hey, it's not the new racing, I guess. Uh, going into other news, we already discussed Byron and his change in penalties for what's going on after the appeals with what he did on under caution to uh, Denny Hamlin two weeks ago. Uh, the number four team got fined and penalized big time for messing around with uh, things on, <clears throat> on the car of a single source part. Uh, with the new car, NASCAR, as you guys know, you can't mess with anything on the car. You get the parts directly from them and put it on. 
and they made unapproved modifications. So Rodney Childers is out for four races. Uh, they fined him also $100,000 and deducted 100 points from Kevin Harvick and from the number four car for the uh, driver standings as well as the um, owner standings. Which is kind of interesting because they took back Truex's car too, the 19 car. I think they might have done something because of the comments that they made. Now, I know I'm kind of grasping at straws here, but, you know, it, it does raise questions whenever you have a two drivers that have come out publicly and said crappy parts from NASCAR has caused their cars to end the races. You got Harvick a while back catching on fire when he really shouldn't have you have truex blowing a power steering pump at bristol and you know you don't really you didn't really see those things back in the day as much as you are now especially like the tires going out whether that's this car the way the independent suspension is working all that stuff who knows um anyway yeah so that's that's interesting to see and we'll we'll see what else happens from there. Again, I think NASCAR needs to fix this whole car throughout, but you know, they're probably wise not to do it right in the middle of the playoffs because that could really muck things up and you don't really want to do that. So we'll see what happens. Uh, going on to other news, we have uh, news that I think it's in Las Vegas. Hallie Deegan's going to be running an Xfinity car, which I think is interesting and fun. Uh, a lot of people don't really like her from what I've seen just perusing social media and I know they're they might just be venting but uh, hopefully she can show her worth she has an SRX in my opinion I think just with DGR and the trucks they might be holding back the rain some while she still learns I think it's time to let those go and see what she can do she competed well in ARCA with the other guys so why not so that ought to be fun. That's Vegas. I can't remember what car number she is running, but that, that'll be fun. Uh, also, good news for College Racing and the 16 car. They have their full-time driver next year. They're going to be moving up and promoting uh, A.J. Amendinger, which that's great. I, I love the guy. He's fun. He's fun to watch. He's, his comments are great. Um, yeah, that's that ought to, that'll be a good move for them. Hopefully they can kind of make the second year bump up similar to what Trackhouse has been doing this year. I mean, in my opinion, Trackhouse is phenomenal with Abel going out and winning races with two drivers and competing. And I think when you got somebody like Almendinger, and no disrespect to Gregson and Hemrick and all the other guys that have ran the 16 car, but when you have the consistency and the stableness of a driver for there for the whole race, especially the caliber of Almendinger, We'll see what happens. Uh, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> so, um, also in the news, I noticed, and this is kind of a lighthearted, but it's pretty awesome too. Yesterday night, Thursday the 6th, Corey LaJoy hosted his second annual kickball classic over at the Kannapolis Cannonballers minor league baseball field. That was awesome. I watched that on YouTube. It was great. It's awesome to see everything happening. Uh, donations to Samaritan's Feet. They raised $50,000 to 
and the owner of Built came back and matched it. So $100,000 going to Samaritan's Feet. That is awesome. Uh, if you don't know too much about Samaritan's Feet, you got to go check them out. They help less fortunate people and impoverished areas that can't get shoes and help them uh, improve their health ultimately doing that. So that ought to be fun. <clears throat> they said they're going to be back next year as well. So we'll see what happens. Um, Roble's coming up. We already discussed playoffs. Roble, I'm, I'm hit or miss on it. We'll see what happens with the new car. Um, I, I find it interesting, you know, Last week, people said, oh, we can't pass. We can't pass unless you're in the top four, top three. You can't really pass. And I think I heard that on DBC. And so and so, we'll see what happens there. Um, uh, I've noticed throughout a lot of the races that we've had where there's been it's been difficult passing, whether that's just the challenge of the racing or – if it's the car itself and the setup and just the difficulty of getting things um, just overall running. I don't know. Uh, but we'll see what happens with the Roval and how it goes. It's always an interesting race. I, I personally liked, I think, back in the COVID year, whenever they ran at Daytona, which is a similar style setup. That's the 24-hour race track that they ran. So that was, that was fun. Um, it was fun to watch. I assume it was challenging and fun to be there as well. I don't know. So we'll see what happens this week. Um, just looking at the betting odds here, they are, it looks like they might be putting, uh, <clears throat> let's see who they have going forward as the uh, favorite. Looks like maybe Joey Logano is the favorite to win this race. That'll be interesting. Um, I, I see Chase up there competing. I see, you know, Blaney up there competing, Larson, those guys. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. I, I'm disappointed with how the driver that I follow the most, the 19 car, has been, has been running this year, whether it's, you know, crew chief, mishaps on pit road, just this car in general. Um, they were one of the guys I was kind of upset with last year whenever or last year uh, last week whenever they ran in the back and i remember hearing on the radio on mrn uh, they were saying or hearing on the radio that they were saying that they just wanted to ride in the back and be safe and I, they didn't do anything i think they were fearful of wrecks but also i don't know if they have a full grip on this car i don't know who to blame for that whether it's just they're having a tough time on the learning curve, but I've also noticed some mishaps. And again, armchair crew chiefing some mishaps with what's been going on in their strategies. It's been very questionable in my opinion, but again, I'm the armchair crew chief and they're the ones up there making the big bucks and making the decisions. So it's only my, my time to speculate. So, <clears throat> Moving forward, as I said earlier, I want this to be a mix, mostly NASCAR, but a mix of any other podcasts. Um, so I wanted to bring up the playoffs because we got MLB playoffs starting today, Friday. That ought to be interesting to see what happens, see what Judge can do if he can pull off his uh, pull off his run to keep going with his home runs and 
so on. See if the Dodgers make it back. See if the Astros make it back. Uh, I believe I read somewhere that the Astros and Dodgers are the top two contenders for making it back to the World Series. Um, we have the addition of the extra wildcard seed, which makes it another round, similar to, I guess, what we had back in the early 2000s and 90s with that second round, and then you have your number one seeds having a bye. So the bye, or number one's in two. So you have Yankees, Astros having a bye, as well as the Dodgers, and I can't, I'm not familiar with who's got the other bye, but it ought to be fun. It ought to be interesting. We'll see what happens. It starts this starts uh, today, tonight. We have the higher seed team keeping the home field advantage throughout the three games they have. So, anyway, that's that. And we'll see and go forward. So, I wanted to personally thank everybody for listening to this podcast. This one was really short. I want to kind of make them short so you can listen to them quickly get a quick rundown I might elaborate more into things but this is a big uh, a big one for everybody to for myself to try to put out there I've always set myself yelling at other podcasters you know wanting to put my opinion out there so this is my opinion uh, I hope this can expand out to something else and thanks for listening to the armchair crew chief and it is its first podcast. I hope you will continue to stick around as I try to put out podcasts weekly. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.